Well, hey everyone, and welcome to day number 21 of our video teaching series on the book of Acts called Christ in the Crisis for today, today, Monday, May 18th, 2020. If you are like me, uh, you are outdoors today in the garden, so I was out there for several hours with my family and uh, enjoyed the sunshine and, uh, and the garden and the simplicity of uh, tending to it. So I hope you were able to enjoy some sunshine. Maybe if you had the day off today, uh, you enjoyed it. And uh, there was an announcement today from our premier that retail businesses will be opening on the 25th of May. Uh, so you've probably heard that already. But welcome, and if you're joining in with us, please, please, please feel free to share this feed on Facebook. Uh, you will also see that this is um, recorded, and then I put it on our website and on the Podbean and Apple podcast platforms for people who subscribe. It's really easy, and you automatically get it when I have uploaded it. So we're going through the book of Acts, uh, and the theme is Christ. In the crisis, and that is what's going on in the book of Acts. You see one crisis after another in the early church, uh, much of it related to the persecution and the various forces that wanted to stop the early church from spreading. And uh, yet, you see these people with this tremendous hope, this tremendous, uh, unshakable faith in Jesus. And so that's what we want. That's what we want when we face a worldwide pandemic. Seems to be starting to subside right now. Maybe we'll have a summer uh, that'll be relatively free of uh, of this virus. Who knows? Uh, we are currently meeting online only and uh, not in our usual movie theater location. Who knows when that's going to open up. But uh, we're in no rush, you know, because God knows what he's doing. And uh, we, can, we can be close to God, and we can worship God, and we can grow in God, even though we're not meeting face-to-face in the same room every week. We can meet face-to-face through the technology that we have. You know, if the people in the book of Acts, and Paul, and Peter, and John, and, uh, and the gospel writers, if they had this technology that we're using right now, they'd be on it every second because they could reach the world by, st- by sitting in front of a camera with a microphone. Incredible. So we have that opportunity. Nothing can stop us from meeting except ourselves. And so we're doing this every weekday. Uh, I take one day off on Saturday, and then on Sunday we do the, the full service, which is a full message. Remember, on the 31st of May, you're going to be quizzed on this material. And here's the announcement right here with my fancy technology. Oh, look at that. It looks so pretty. So uh, May the 31st, you want to win an iPad? I've got two iPads in front of me right now. I use one with, for my Bible and one to control this gizmo that you're looking at me through, okay? And I've got a little soundboard over on the side, a little iPod on the side for that background music you heard. Four devices. Okay, if you want a nice iPad, 10.2 inches, 
128 gigs retina screen brand new in the box from apple you keep watching this you read through the book of acts i can't guarantee it but if you're quick on the draw on the 31st of may and you get most of the answers right or more answers than the rest of the people you are going to win an ipad i will mail it to your house contact free service from pastor joe at city point okay i'm having fun tonight okay so we're we're in acts chapter 12 now what has just gone on is the salvation uh, infilling in, of the Spirit and water baptism of Cornelius and his household. Cornelius being a non-Jew, a Gentile. Wow, incredible. And uh, Peter had to explain this to people. And we see the, the impact that this has. So the, the ministry of the church is exposed. Banding. And we finish Acts chapter 11 with a little snippet about a man by the name of Agabus. And Agabus is a nobody. He's not an apostle. He's not one of the seven chosen in Acts chapter 6. He's kind of a nobody. And he drops onto the pages of Scripture in the book of Acts. And he stands up and through the Holy Spirit predicts a severe famine. That would spread over the entire Roman world. Imagine. And uh, Luke tells, it, tells us that this happened. Which it did uh, in the reign of Emperor Claudius. And so uh, the disciples decide to help the people living in Judea. To prepare for this famine. And they send their gift to the elders in Judea. Through Barnabas and Saul, who are now close to one another and ministering side by side. And then we see back to some more persecution. And this, in Acts chapter 12, is from King Herod Agrippa. And um, Agrippa reigned, I think it's between 41 and 44. I can't remember the exact dates. Um, in any case, uh, there is an arrest that is made here. Um, uh, and um, uh, verse 1, he arrested some who belonged to the church intending to persecute them. So he has James and John Zebedee. Um, and he, he puts to death James uh, by the sword just happens there's no explanation beyond that he is executed and when he saw that this meets with approval amongst the jews and be careful when it says the jews it means that group of jews that were persecuting um the early church and the apostles that's not every jew okay that's a group of jews remember this thing this movement is largely jewish at this moment uh we've seen this exception with cornelius which is going to lead to a whole a whole bunch more but uh just so you know and um so he sees his peter also so remember james zebedee loses his life peter is arrested this is done during the festival of unleavened bread. Now, uh, again, I don't remember my dates for Agrippa, but this is this is um, if my dates are right, it's forty-one to forty-four. Well, then it's many years after uh, Jesus and his death and resurrection. Even if it isn't, uh, even my dates are wrong, and I can't remember. But um, 
this is at least at least minimum one year after Jesus because Jesus his death and resurrection was during the feast of unleavened bread happens once a year so this is at least one year after uh, perhaps many years after um, uh, again it depends on what the dates are you can check that yourself so um, he arrests him he has him put in prison and heavily guarded and he's going to bring him out for public trial after the Passover is over, probably because he doesn't want the same thing happening that happened uh, when Jesus was tried and executed, which turned into, into a nightmare uh, for Herod Agrippa and everybody else. So um, the, the story goes, as you read it in Acts chapter 12, that miraculously, through an angelic visitation, Peter is is uh, rescued from the prison and he makes it through several levels of guards and the whole thing is almost like a trance and he gets out of prison safely supernaturally clearly supernaturally because of an angelic visitation and we are told that the church is praying earnestly for peter Uh, in verse 5 there of Acts chapter 12. So he gets out of prison, and it's kind of a strange story because he ends up going to the house of uh, uh, Mary, who's the mother of John Mark. John Mark is the author of the book of Mark, the gospel uh, according to Mark. At least he penned it. Uh, Tradition says that Peter dictated it. And Mark wrote it, but in any case, um, they're they're praying for Peter in the house of John Mark's mother, and Peter knocks on the door, and a young lady by the name of, of Rhoda, she hears his voice, and she turns to the people who who have been praying for Peter, and they and she says, "Peter's at the door," and they say to her, "You're out of your mind." I mean, imagine. They're praying for him to be released from prison. He's standing at the door. Rhoda hears his voice, says Peter's at the door, and they say, you're out of your mind. That's, I don't know, but that's some strange faith that they have there, okay? And they say, well, it it can't be. It must be his angel. I mean, I don't know where they're getting that from, but that's what they think. And Peter keeps on knocking, and then they open the door, and they're shocked. Uh, Their prayers were answered in a big, big way. Peter has been supernaturally delivered from prison. And he motions his hand to be quiet because he doesn't want them to be heard with his commotion. There would be uh, lives would be lost because back then in the first century Roman world, the guard falls asleep on his post or people get out of prison while the guards are serving. They would execute them. And that's what happens to them in the ensuing verses, you'll see. And so um, Peter quiets them and explains what happened and says, tell James and the other brothers and sisters about this. This would not be. Uh, referring to the same James that was executed. This would be James, the half-brother of Jesus, who Peter wants to tell, okay, just so you're clear on that. And so um, he left for another place, we're not sure where, and uh, true to form, verse 18, there's no small commotion among the soldiers because of what happened to Peter. Herod Agrippa has a cross-examination of all the uh, of these guards, and he orders that they be executed. Now, lesson for us on this. Why is it 
that James Zebedee lost his life, but Peter didn't. Why is it that God delivered Peter, but apparently did not deliver James, the brother of John? Why? We are not told. And sometimes life is like that. Sometimes God delivers one, and for whatever reason that we don't understand, he doesn't for another. And we're left scratching our heads, and we're left wondering why, and we're left questioning. I have seen that kind of thing many, many times in uh, 20 years as a pastor and about 10 uh, as, a, as a volunteer leader in a church. Many times I would see God do something incredible in one person's life and want the same thing to happen in another person's life, and it didn't happen. And I don't know why, and nobody knew why, but that's life. And sometimes those things happen, and this is exactly what we see in the book of Acts. It's not explained for us, and we can have all kinds of questions, and we're likely not going to get the answers that are going to satisfy us. It's very true to life. And then we see at the back end of the chapter here that Herod is going to lose his life. He goes from Judea to Caesarea, stays there. Uh, there's some uh, political background that you can read in the chapter. And Herod, he, he addresses the, the people, makes a politician speech, and they say, this is the voice of a God, not of a man. And we're told in verse 23, immediately because Herod did not give praise to God, an angel of the Lord struck him down. And here, rather graphic, and he was eaten by worms and died. Now, the secular history books do have an account of Herod's death that is also uh, somewhat strange and somewhat similar to this. And uh, so we have no reason to really doubt the account, even though it has this thing of an angel. Uh, But the word of God continued to spread and flourish. And the end of the chapter, when Barnabas and Saul had finished their mission, they returned from Jerusalem, uh, taking with them John, also called Mark. Very important little detail there. Uh, they, Barnabas and Saul, take John Mark. I, I mention it as an important detail because there is going to be a quarrel over John Mark, a, a real quarrel, and you'll see that in the ensuing chapters. Uh, but again, big lesson for us. Um, life sometimes leaves us with questions that are unanswered. And God sometimes does something powerful in the life of one person, uh, delivers one person from from uh, whatever peril. And then for another, apparently he does not. And we simply cannot answer with full assurance those questions this side of eternity. What we can do is exactly what James did and exactly what Peter did, and that is to continue to trust God right till the end with every breath that he gives to us with every day that he gives to us we continue to trust him we continue to hold his hand and walk through life with him come what may and ultimately the results are up to him so i trust that's been a blessing to you and thank you so much for joining and listening watching maybe you're going to watch a recording of this maybe you listen to a recording but whatever you do share it with people Lots of people online looking for good, interesting content these days. So God bless you. Look forward to being with you tomorrow for episode number 22.